guys, welcome to the Cable Cast. My name, of course, is Caleb Breyer, better known to some as Cable. And this week, I'm joined by two new guests to the cast, uh, more good friends of mine from the VGC scene. Uh, first off, we got Super Smash Brothers 64 commentator and uh, habitual VGC battler of uh, you know occasional regionals here and there, Andrew Burley. Andy, say hi to everyone. Hi, everyone. I'm so glad to play this game sometimes. <laughs> I'm clearly not a player anymore. Yeah. That's okay. I'm just a guest, you know, just guest starring from another game. No, Andy, you're, you're a VGC player. <laughs> Don't worry. Don't worry about what anyone else says. Uh, and joined by Andy, of course, people can see on the screen. Uh, this time we do have Tommy Cooleen joining us, you know, the triple seven lucky duck player. That, that's what I've written down about you. It, it was three uh, sevens at Internet's, right? There, there was three sevens. It was the jackpot. Perfect. Jackpot. Well, how, cool. how are you? How are you out here saying uh, my my new friends to the podcast when you had Andy <laughs> on like two weeks ago? No, it wasn't. It wasn't a podcast. That wasn't. That was. Oh, okay. Not a, okay. Yeah. Isolated I, I episode. You're, you're, yeah. you're Isolated new friends to the show. I guess you. Yes, I, 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 I follow show. now. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then the other note I have is that uh, Tommy Cooling creates uh, over half of both any and I's teams any given year so yes you can't confirm all right cool we can get so those introductions like second, out of the way it's my second appearance in the caleb verse but <laughs> <laughs> yes but the first time on the cable cast so we, we yeah, finally have a crossover episode <laughs> all right on our docket we got uh i mean australia just happened so we want to talk about that but the results. other yeah the other big deal I would say is uh you know series 3 coming up the big news I know we were a, a lot of the rules doc we were worried about like if we could use the Lolan forms when we'd have hidden abilities like legal and stuff people were worried about that for Australia and so you know they come up they they clarify it and then we get that big at play pokemon twitter tweet which I did not yeah. think any of this would be like <laughs> announced well, they're on dropping Twitter, bombs now. <laughs> but yeah. it's like it was specifically Pokemon uh, such as I don't I, I forget the tweet itself um, did they list Incineroar yes okay yeah it was they like did. it goes it was like you so, know Bulbasaur and all their evolved forms you know yes so Bulbasaur Squirtle oh, shoot what's the pre-evolution whatever pre-marina Decidueye Incineroar those are the Pokemon we get Plus Galarian Slowpoke, if you want to use that. But, yes, they are Ooh. also going to be legal <laughs> for... Before we go on to Australia, I just want to talk about the logistics of why these Pokemon are legal. I find is like, the silliest thing ever. Uh, just because they happen to be coded in the game. Like, uh... I, yes. I think I think it's a little bit more like, in the middle. They want to do this whole changing formats thing. Mm -hmm. And, like... Just to keep it simple, because they are technically able to be uh, transferred into the game, and there's no way to like stop them from being like flooded into the game now. Right, and they can be bred, which with the symbol. I think it's more of like along the lines of like why they ended up letting them in. If it was like in previous years, like we had like hard formats at the beginning of the year that didn't change throughout the entirety year. If it was more along that like that lines, there's no way they would be legal. Mm -hmm. The only thing that might be legal is the the Alolan forms and like the new hidden abilities and stuff. But right. because they're doing the the changing format over the year, like I think it makes a lot more sense. 
Okay, if you give them that much credit. In my opinion, I think it's simply because, well, all right, this this is like kind of a stretch, but you know how in Series 2 on Battle Stadium, solar power Charizard was, uh, with G-Max was legal, but like yes. in the official rules, it isn't. I see it more as like a coding perspective from Game Freak's end, where like these Pokemon are possible with the Galar symbol, like... It was going to be too much of a hassle to make them. I, I, I think I think they could have I think they could have changed the ladder. Like we we constantly get like custom formats for like battle spot competitions. Right. So I I, I don't think it's a matter of like they couldn't change it or like okay. they didn't want to change it. It was just like a it's a simplicity thing. Pokemon like simplicity. They don't like complicated things. They just want to say okay. Yeah. Can you can you get the Pokemon into the game? Can you breed it in Alola so they can't have their moves or uh, mm. in Galar so they can't have the moves from the previous games? If yes, then fine. Like let them in, let them be free. All right, fair enough. I'll I'll give you yeah. that. I'm just glad that it, it mean we have the Galar symbol because if it was Pokemon that were coded in the game, I don't want to be dealing with like Terrakion right now already. Like, <laughs> oh my goodness. But uh, well, that, that that's for be, later. Uh... We'll talk about that later. Yeah. Like you thought my beat up stuff was like everywhere before. In like December, but uh... all right. Let, let's not even the worst. <laughs> Wait, Terrakion's not even the worst. <gasps> oh, well, let's not let's not spoil. We'll, we'll, we'll I remember. I remember. Yes, yes. We'll yes. talk about it later. <laughs> all right, let, let's go into this VGC 2020. You know, Series Two Oceana Internationals. Uh, did you guys watch the stream? Enjoy it. I know I did. I watched when I could. I had to work like. During most of it, but whenever I came home, I tried to catch what I could before bed. But man, it was going late, so I was staying up like, for two a.m. for like Edu yeah. and Ragov. I had to cheer them on. Uh, I was entirely uninterested until I found out that one of my like lifelong friends in VGC in the hall was doing well. Mm -hmm. So then, I, of course, I had to go check out how he was doing and then you know the other stuff happened but so, for, for, like so did really, you really... did you start watching before or after the twitch clip <laughs> after after uh, of course okay i, was, uh, I, I honestly didn't know about that. it until the day after mm -hmm. all i knew is that i wanted to start watching because like oh yeah one of my friends that i, I still talk to pretty often in uh in our group chat was yeah, like doing well so uh, i wanted to check on see how he was doing and then uh yeah, <laughs> he got he got fourth with a team he just stumbled upon, you know. You know, it's good. Sometimes teams just fall into your lap one way or another. That's true. Yeah, talk about being honest. You know, like I, you take like nine out of ten other VGC players, and they would have been just been like, yeah, you know, I had some help with my friends, and we came up with this. <laughs> we saw some other people were doing something similar. You know, yeah. it's like we ran into some ladder, and uh, I figured I'd try the same six. And said it was no. We found this password and we got the basement. <laughs> it's it's crazy. It was a generic password. And, and oh, on, honestly, God. as as like a builder myself, like that's like the number one thing that I'd want somebody else to do. It's like I don't even care if you like give me credit for a team that I build. It's literally just about like don't say that you made it if you didn't right yeah don't worry like let him come out and say that like i know that you know case you build the team was just kind of like cool <laughs> give like the full sign of approval <laughs> yeah uh, case handled it really well like he tweeted out like uh this like, is what can you do at that point? <laughs> stan account 
I mean, yeah. that specific team, too, like, it, it had two appearances in the top eight at the internet, so, like, it's pretty impressive. It's not like it was some, like, run-of-the-mill team that you just happen to like the sets for. It's, like, right, yeah. be- because you have those, like, Pokemon that no one else is using, you gotta talk about it. Like, Gengar Bisharp being the duo that everyone seemed to be talking about in the days leading up to that. Bisharp is good, man. <laughs> uh, honestly, I was surprised no one was using it at least early on. Because we know how good Steel Spike is and Defiant is. Like, I, I guess it, it would just die even when it's maxed, but now we're using stuff like Durant, which dies when it's maxed anyways. But Yeah. We're in a weird spot in the meta. Um, although, <laughs> um, the title of uh, last month's episode, uh, it was a lot of Tokikis, but... Uh, we, I, I, I'm just counting. I'm, I'm counting the amount of teams without Togekiss at this uh, event. In the top 64, I count 17 teams without Togekiss, and only one in the top eight. Yeah. The team that ended up winning. So. Yeah. I, I'm not surprised in the slightest. <laughs> yeah. It's a good Pokemon. I do want to publicly apologize to people out there for my behavior on Twitter. Um saying such blasphemous things as uh, Clefairy and Clefable meaning anything for the format. Like, I was just excited to have them back, but yeah. So, let me... We can talk about this later when we get into the, the, the new mods and abilities and such. Well, we, we can talk about the abilities now. now. Like, hidden abilities, okay. yeah. So, uh, the thing with uh Clefable specifically is that uh, i mean if, if you know me i love playing like hard setup stuff i want to like mm-hmm. do like crazy stuff i want to set up like this one boss mon and like do stuff with that that this format does not allow for that like mm-hmm. you need to be doing your things on turn one to like be competitive in the format so like taking a turn to like redirect with friend guard clef like, there's not a single mon in this format right now that gives you enough value uh, on turn two that makes up for not, like, doing something active on turn one. Right. And, like, I think that's a really big reason why, uh, like, Clef hasn't, or, like, Clefairy specifically hasn't seen a lot of play. I was actually um, looking. There, there were exactly two Clefairy, uh, yeah. from my count, that got CP at Australia, but they were both in top 64. Yeah, I think I think the Fable is kind of interesting just because I think Unaware is a really interesting ability in this format. Mm-hmm. I don't know that it'll ever be like relevant or like you know do well at a tournament, but it's one of the ones that like I'd be like I I could definitely see it doing well uh, if somebody found like the right kind of like thing that it fits on, just like being able to like uh, redirect things after they boost. Because like while I said you know not a lot of things like hard set up in this format, mm-hmm. things are boosting because of the max moves. So. Like, being able right. to take, like, boosted hits is, like, pretty important. Um, but, like, even the Togekiss that we're seeing now, it's, like, it's hard to compare them to, like, the Clefs because the Togekiss we're seeing is Crit Kiss. Like, we're seeing a Scopelands yeah. Kiss, like, everywhere. Like, uh, they there's, run there's Babiri there, too. There's a few Babiri, but, like, a, a lot of the Kiss that we're seeing are, like, more offensively invested and in yeah. trying to do stuff mm-hmm. along that line. So it's a lot harder to, like, compare it to a Clef now because they, they've they transitioned, like, 
so far away from each other in terms mm-hmm. of like similarities between the mons like like i said they they run follow me but it's like it's just there because it's a good move it's the fake out effect mm-hmm. like you run it just because it's so good that you don't drop it from the set right yeah i mean we saw like yusuke using a uh, ally switch on it which like kind of serves <laughs> the same purpose um and honestly if the clefts do arrive i wouldn't be surprised if people are actually pairing them with like togekiss because togekiss like <laughs> All right. it doesn't have to serve that purpose anymore i didn't want to bring up npa too much just because like I, I i want more npa centric episode when we have more npa to have you know content to talk about but uh the rollouts uh pato fought kazuki and he had nasty plot togekiss plus clef and we got ran over like it was oh, not close. Yeah, that was nice. uh, that was not a lead or like plan we were anticipating, and just the the thought of that it, being existent in the meta terrifies me. Outside of that set, it's just like uh, it, it's been so like Tokikiss has always been like a support Pokemon, but it, it's in like singles, it's an offensive threat, like. This is the only. This is like the first time offensive Tokikis has been a thing in BGC, right? I'm trying to think, yes. like maybe like Basically, yeah. 2009 like or something. But yeah, yeah. You just to look at the, the moves that Tokikis has run historically. Like we've we've never seen Fairy move. We've never seen Dazzle. Yeah. We've never seen flamethrower like or heat wave or any of the other well, we we saw like, that before it became like a super type. rare and like 13 like yeah 13 and 12 yeah I mean, like scissor yeah i mean you think of old togekiss like it also it a tailwind, tailwind for yeah. one thing so like right. tailwind followed me was taking up two slots right away mm-hmm. so it didn't really make much sense and like, then the unless... ability was just you know sir green grace all the time well, that's the other thing to note yeah, though yeah we're, we're... Like, we're running Super Luck at the cost of dropping Serene Grace uh, mm-hmm. Air Slash, which happens to be, like, really, really strong. Yeah. But, like... I think it's I, warranted because um, Max moves don't get the boost from that, but also Dynamax Pokemon can't be flinched. So it's like... Yes, it, it's that. It lost Tailwind so that uh, it's not going to be fast in a lot of the things, so it's yeah. flinching a lot less. Like, you can make up for that because, you know, Kiss still does get Thunder Wave, but it's just, like, not as good as, like, Tailwind was, obviously. For sure. Now we were talking about hidden abilities. Like th- this is a series two thing because it was legal in series two. Um, we don't have the like a Lolan forms in the cat yet. But we're, I- I'm trying to think. Were there any other like hidden abilities we saw? Oh, Agati uh, had Meowstic. Yeah. Meowstic and um, Lightpart are both legal now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Meowstic is already like doing pretty well from what I've seen. It's pretty uh, like Grimmsnarl is pretty replaceable by Meowstic on like certain comps. I'd argue. Yeah, depending on your set, like what you like, if you care about speed, like more speed for your fake out, if that's more valuable than like something like Sucker Punch or Spirit Break, then that's mm-hmm. like not much reason to not run Meowstic. What utility does Meowstic have that Grimstone doesn't? I'm trying to remember. Uh, Imprison, it's speed, Trick Room. Um, they, does does Grimstone not get Rain Dance? Is that what I'm trying to think? Uh, yeah, it doesn't get the weather. Yeah, okay. And that that's yeah. what Lipard and Meowstic have over that. Okay. We're going back to 2014. Bring back Soggy Cat. Oh, Soggy yeah. Cat. 
I mean, a friend of ours is very happy that Meowstic is back. (laughs) Although Meowstic doesn't have Safeguard anymore, which, oh my goodness, that was my favorite set to run. Wait, this is not? No. It's not TM anymore. Oh. Are you sure? Well, like, I'm pretty sure Meowstic doesn't... No, I think it's Safeguard. It doesn't get Swagger anymore. It's one Swag- of those two, yeah. Yeah, Swag- it's Swagger. Swagger's the one right, that right. everything lost. Like, there's the, the only thing that gets in the format is like Grimstarl. Yeah, yeah. I, I know because like one of the first okay. things I wanted to run in the format was like Grimstarl with Swagger stuff. I know you've looked into that too. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, like you have to run it with Grimstarl because Grimstarl is like the only thing that gets it right now. Yeah. <laughs> it's like very like limited things that actually get it. Unless you want to run like Swagger, I, I fought Swagger Scrafty before with Mudsdale, and I'm like. Yeah, I guess, hot. yeah. Because not everything's got swagger anymore. How sad. All right. I I don't want to go into, like, stats and stuff with Australia. Um, but let, let's talk about, like, other notable Pokemon. There's a pumpkin we need to talk about. Why is there a pumpkin at second and third place? Like, what was Gorgeist doing here? Tommy, you, you know, build teams. You would know, right? Like, I, I do know the teams, but I really can't give you a good answer to it. Like... Uh, it's a really interesting Pokemon that, like, uh, I trust in the hands of two very, very good players. Like, yeah. Trick or Treat's a really cool move. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, we were able to see, like, you know, I think Raga was pulling off some, like, pretty, like, cool plays and cut with it. Yep. Um, but, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I can't say I fully understand Pumpkin. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like you know you're adding it to Ogikiss weakness uh mm. to like the normal ghost type trick room setters it's frailer than dusclops but you know it, it is a grass type so take that for what you will against stuff like i don't know right period or rotom wash so like i was wrapping my head around this yeah. rotom wash going into this event in like the le- preceding weeks offensive rotom wash was like the stocks were like going super high like offensive and the dark pulse move slot Yes. Uh, we saw a ton yeah. of Dark Pulse because, mm-hmm. you know, you use the max move and you're able to uh, drop the special defense. But most importantly, it gives you a way to hit Gastrodon, which is like... Well, and Dragapult, notably. Yeah, and Dragapult. But, yeah. like, Gastrodon is, like, a really, really big problem Pokemon for Rotom. So, like, you have to find, like, some way to hit it without, like, just changing to Rotom C because mm-hmm. you want to have good typing. <laughs> yeah. And not be a Rotom C. <laughs> yeah, I see it kind of like uh, with how like people needed to prepare for Jellicent, I think was the big thing. Mm. And maybe that was the call they were making where if they have their water type that isn't Jellicent and they still want Trick Room, then Gorgeist kind of fills that Trick Room role, that Fire, Water, Grass role, and you have something yeah. that like, is electric, uh, you know, resistant. So. Resistant, yeah. So I, I agree with that. It's really role consolidation that Gorgeist ends up because I, I, I've been yeah. building teams recently. Just I, I love fire, water, grass, but deciding like if I want my either fire or water slots to be jealous or Chandelure is like a little yeah. hard. Like you want some kind of speed control on a certain types of teams. So Gorgeist, with, especially paired with Tyranitar, like we, yeah. we talked about trick or treat. Uh, being able to not just boost max darkness, but also give you an immunity to fighting. Like right. yeah. I, I don't think we saw that ever on stream. We did. Well, uh, on, on to Tyranitar. Yeah. Um. Uh, I, I, no, I, it was on Excadrill. Yeah. It was just you know still valid, it's still a very yeah, like exactly. uh, cool play that he went for. Mm-hmm. Um. I the funny part is I think that uh, 
whoever was playing at the time misclicked and like accidentally like used the fighting move into the 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 the, the, the Gorgeist. Mm-hmm. So either he was calling a switch or he uh, misclicked one of the two. But like the stream was popping off because like oh yeah he he trick or treated the Excadrill and he didn't get hit by the fighting move and they didn't read the the text at the bottom of this. So like uh, oh it didn't hit the Pokemon text and it, like didn't realize in the moment because things were moving so fast that mm-hmm. it was. Uh, it actually went into the the Gorgias, but like it was still a it cool happens. play because he like he covered his options too. Like that right. that's more of like what I'm trying to get at. Like regardless of like whether or not it went into the correct mod, it still like covered a lot of options. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, I think another thing with those teams is like they didn't have Whimsicott and something like Chandelure or Jellicent. Yeah, like, you'd want to pair with Whimsicott. Whimsicott usage definitely went a lot further down in this tournament. Like still won though. Well, yes, it's still one. Uh, Whimsicott, <laughs> also always number one in my heart, but yeah, it, it, it was like a solidly top five Pokemon for most of this early format for a good reason with the dynamic speed control change and everything with the priority tailwind. It's the only thing that can do that. Um, but I, I think people are like, I want to run Togekiss, but to run both, you have to run like a certain kind of team and like... Momentum-wise, it's a little rough at times, so I get it. Yeah. It's sad, but I get it. I still think the mod is absurdly strong. Like, mm-hmm. uh, you, you mentioned that. It does things that nothing else in the format does, and I still think that, um, you know, Fake Tears is, like, probably one of the more oppressive strats in the format that also happens to lend itself into using like very very good mods mm-hmm. like dragapult and togekiss and rotom like you get to just like run a good pokemon but also have like a very uh offensive like beatdown mode with fake tears so like i, I still think whimsicott is not like going anywhere even though it didn't have like the strongest tournament i think it's a similar deal with like a lot of teams wanting to beat stuff with whimsicott so opting not to like run it herself or like they want their fake tears Pokemon to be one of the fake out ones with Prankster to be able to like kind of double tap the ones got. I, I know that's a lot of people's like kind of turn one game plans against Wimscott Strats. So. Okay. <sighs> Outside of this, I can't really think of anything else to really talk about regarding the teams. Uh, Tommy, I know you wanted to talk about very special thing that happened in all of our hearts and the news is eating all up that happened in uh australia with uh the juniors finals right oh yeah like that was the interview was... you were talking about right oh no i'm so dumb you were talking about the case interview <laughs> i was talking about the Nahal interview but they were both this like... wasn't at that tournament <laughs> well, I... the the <laughs> the, the Simone interview is also like absolutely adorable, and you actually saw it getting some like mainstream esports coverage, which was yeah. like really really yeah. cool. Like people that I look up to, like Frodan, like were tweeting mm-hmm. about it. So I was I was really like I saw, happy to see uh, that. Yeah, slasher golden boy. Like yeah. Hopefully, hopefully that means good things uh, for London Worlds for coverage. Yeah. So at hopefully. least like two yeah. more people will enter a tournament. I think from this coverage. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yeah. You know what? You know, why not? Let's go Twitter. All right. Do you guys have any, like, last thoughts on these stats before we talk about the meat and bones of today? Uh, I don't entirely understand Gengar and Bisharp, but I love that they're there. All right. Tommy, 
do we want to talk about that or is that something like people uh, need to I, I can give it a really brief breakdown of like things that kind of like lend into being very strong about it yeah. um you know we have like the again the dynamic speed control is a big part of that yeah fast icy can, wind fingers so fast icy wind which means that it can icy wind into assurance now on the bisharp and you actually get uh, the yeah. immediate speed so Bisharp going to capitalize off of that. Um, Bisharp's really strong into max moves because it gets to turn the drops that it gets into like attack boosts, uh, which because you know they're not always attacking uh, drops, they can be other sorts of drops, which means that you're not getting the plus one, you're getting plus twos, which is like mm -hmm. much stronger. <laughs> yeah, like it's just a, a very um, oppressive style of gameplay because like you you get put between like the two hard places of you know if i don't max i'm probably not gonna have enough bulk to take the icy wind assurance because bisharp hits really hard because yeah. i can't date it but if i do max then i'm giving the bisharp uh you know attack drops or uh or stat drops and potentially boosting its uh its stats which makes it even harder to deal with and then on top of that, like Max Darkness um, lowers special defense, which makes like Gengar even scarier now. So it's just yeah. like a lot of like um, small synergies that makes it really hard to kind of like um, play around. And yeah. um, the fact that they also just like go well with the again talking about um, running teams with like cool little like text and ideas next to good Pokemon, like we were talking about with Wimbiscott mm -hmm. before. Like we still had. You know, Rotom and Togekiss on that team, like still, like, still yeah, Arcanine, really Conk being the last two. It was yeah, like a like, standard team, yeah, with Gengar Bisharp bringing with, it a, with a really, really oppressive uh, beatdown mode. So people were like capitalizing on that. And I, I think it appropriately did well for a tournament. Uh, I don't imagine it doing like that great in the future, but like we'll still probably see a little bit of it. Maybe like yeah. Bisharp on like other things, Gengar on other things, but maybe not like maybe not uh, together. Long standing yeah. archetype, yeah, yeah. Like, uh, both both, both about, independently, guess. they're doing yeah. great things. I think people. Yeah, I think the other thing that we talked about from that uh, the top eight was uh, the elephant in the room. The Dracovish won the tournament. Oh after... yeah! Oh my oh, goodness! Yeah. Like uh, I do want to talk on that just very quickly because I I do think the Mon is legit, and yeah. I think that you know because of the whole thank you, Mister Fish stuff, people have been kind of like. <laughs> I, I, I'm serious. I, I, I hated it beforehand. Like, so people, I think people have started to like glance over the mon and treat it as sort of like a meme. And it's like, it's it's not like this like all powerful mon that like should be on like a lot of teams, but like it's it's very powerful in certain situations. It's just like yeah. it hits damage thresholds unboosted that very few things can fit in the format and. Um, I won't be surprised if it has more results from here on out. And I would just implore people to take them on seriously. Mm. You don't have to respect it that much, but just like respect that it does exist. Respect it you enough to run Gastrodon? It was like a few <laughs> like a few teams that I ran, depending on what I had on it, like it was either super easy to deal with or it was like, okay, this Dracovish matchup is so bad that like I probably should either start from scratch or really address it. It had like, to fight think... the two Gastrodons in cut. Like, well, Gastrodons, like whatever though. If you yeah. if you have like uh, like Vanellix is probably like the best check for it. I think. Like. Okay. I don't know. Uh, like a little the, faster. The, the best the best check is Lapras. 
Uh, well, yeah, now now it's gonna be Lapras. Yeah, but, um, <laughs> yeah that, that that mon yeah. absolutely like manhandles it and like. Yeah. Wait, do we run uh, both thing, like, It doesn't deal with um, what I think are the two best mons in the format, uh, Togekiss and Dragapult. Like it yeah. plays really poorly into those two, mostly because um, while well, it hits Togekiss really hard, um, Togekiss can follow me, which uh, puts the base power of Fish's friend back to normal because Togekiss yeah. has that turn. Uh, like those two, like that interaction, and then the fact that Scarf is still slower than Dragapult, yeah. and then doesn't hit it super effectively, and Dragapult just like KOs it with Life Orb is like a problem. It actually but, did like, dodge the two Togekiss Dragapult teams and cut. So, yeah. Oh. And That's fast rock slide. Good draws. You know. Yeah. We all witnessed, and we have before, I'm sure. Yes. <laughs> Um, actually, that that's a perfect segue for getting rid of Australia results out of my face. Bring up Play Pokemon Rules Series 3. You said Lapras. We have new GMAX Pokemon, ladies and gentlemen. I was ready for some of these to be legal in February. Little did I know that series lasts two months because no one reads the fine print until we did. And they were like, oh. Okay, so thank you, Stephen Morioka. Yes, that that's that's who tweeted and ruined all our colossal Lapras fun that we were building. <laughs> um, uh, honestly, that's half the reason I had been running Lapras at events because that's the team I built. But then I just couldn't use um, Gmax. But whatever. Less less about me. Let's talk about uh, in the rules doc. Starting in series three, the following Pokemon will additionally be permitted to. Gigantamax, search Gigantamax. What do you want to call it? Oh my God, Caleb. play. It's habitual. I'm sorry. Um, Gigantamax. Yes. All right. Alcreme. Uh, what's my favorite one? Gigamantax. Gigamantax. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Wait, uh, you know what? Let, let's go one by one and talk if any of these are relevant. Let, let's go off the top. Alcreme. Alcreme. Uh, Max is not uh, relevant. The only time you'll see it is if you're. Uh, it's the correct way to run. Alchemy. Mm -hmm. If you're gonna run Alchemy in general, um, so if you see it, it should be G Max, but they're not gonna G Max. I don't, I'm not even sure about that uh, because like Misty Terrain is better than the healing sometimes, mm -hmm. just not all the time. Right. Because um, you know there there are still cases where it's like, oh yeah, I'm playing against Butterfree stuff. Let's just like set up the Misty Terrain whatever it gets it. Mm -hmm. So I, I I will retract that. It's not optimal. It's an option on on Alchemy. Right. It's just it's, not. It's not objectively worse. Like some of the others we're gonna talk. It's about. not. It's not terrible. Okay. <laughs> I, yeah. Healing is really lackluster. You wish it was more. Right. Because it's only 25%, correct? Life it's is. like a six. 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 Yeah, okay. it's less. Yeah, yeah okay. Uh, next one, we got Appleton. I'll, I'll package in Flapple there. They have the same form. And, like, don't use them. Please don't. Well, no, they're they're different, aren't they? Well, they're, they're different. Um, they, they look the same. But they're different, but they're also just worse than setting up grassy terrain. Um, one of them's uh, lowers evasion. What's the yeah. other one? Um, I think it's a track. Oh my goodness! I wish I, I think remembered. it heals us. It might. Yeah, oh, it might be status conditions. Yeah, yeah. It's aromatherapy. It's whatever. aromatherapy. Yeah. 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 yeah set up grassy terrain. Yeah, it's uh, Flapple gets the uh, uh, reduces opponent's evasiveness because you know it, it wants to hit. It's wait, it's 
Crab apple doesn't even miss. I don't know why I want that. Whatever. And then, yeah, aroma. Because hustle. Oh, Drug. hustle. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, like, yeah, it, so you just pair it, 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 it likes it. But you know what it likes more? Adding a choice band yeah. to its gra- to its max grass the next turn. That's true. <laughs> All right. You heard it here first, sir. You've probably heard it. Don't use them. All right. Next, we got Colossal, which I think is objectively correct to run G-Max Colossal. Just because yeah, we've like, seen how good G-Max oh, Zard was. Yeah. Do it's we good, know good. if any type... I, I, I've wanted to test it in my chat recently, but no one's gotten around to it. Um, are any Pokemon types immune to the effects of the move? Like how yeah. Charizard's is... Um, the fire types are immune to it? I'm pretty sure Rock Ground Steel is immune. It's like the same as Sandstorm. It, But it's not Sandstorm. Well, but, but like, you think it's you know, the same as Sandstorm? Effect. I didn't think about that. Yeah. So I guess we'll have to test that, you know? But if that's the case, I like it a lot less then. It's still very It's still good yeah. though. Like that's like a six you don't damage want, you of don't BBC want is sands absurd. to go up and give yourself a spadef boost instead. No, because you want you want sun right more you than sun. sand and sun switching off. It's and either point. way, like the damage exchange is like incredibly good. Mm-hmm. Like you know, like you're probably. Anything that you're hitting super effective, it's probably getting super close to like uh, just killing with the added damage boost after that. Right. Um, but yeah, I haven't tested that, but that's I think like from one from when I played in uh, like just in the raid battles, I'm pretty sure that that's what came up because I would use okay. like Rhyperior and it wasn't working against me. Um, but yeah, uh, but again, it's a sixth, right? The damage. Yeah, it's a, yeah. same same as. Sorry. It's it's a lot of damage. Like it's you know if you're talking about both mons, it's mm-hmm. like you use it like once or twice. And I think I think over the the course of a single use of the move, it's like a super fang on both Pokemon. Both Pokemon, yeah. It's more yeah. than that. It's more than that because it, it lasts more than three turns. Yeah, because it lasts four turns. So oh, it's, it's four like, turns. So yeah, it's yeah. more than it's more than a super fang on both Pokemon for using the move once on top of the damage they're already doing with the move. Yeah, and like there is. Yeah. Only one time and where you're using the Colossal, and that's when you're running um, Steam Eruption or Steam Engine Weakness Policy Strats. We could see it on Trick Room stuff. You're not seeing it on Trick Room. It's still getting Weakness Policy boosted, yeah. even if it's on Trick Room. Like, but, Trick Room like, will be an right. option on those teams. Like, yeah, the, I guess yeah. that's, like, my conclusion for Colossal. Like, you can't Togekiss it where you can just slap it on any team. Yeah. It needs a lot of care and more support probably than, like, what G-Max Zard would, would need. But that move is just so damn good yeah. that, like, we're going to see it. Someone's going to use it and, like, do well with it. I'm it, sure. it it's it's somewhere between, like, Justified Arcanine and G-Max Zard in terms of, like, um, like how it plays out in terms of, like, it's it's easier to bring to games than, like, Justified Arc is without, like, right, Boomsicott. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it's less... Uh, easy to bring then, like just like bringing the Zard and going for um, uh, Gmax Wildfire. Yeah. You, you can do that without the Whimsicott, like really easily, and like be like okay with that. You're right. The the Colossal somewhere in the middle where it's like you can you can use the move without being boosted. You just don't feel like that great about it, but it's definitely still still something you can do. Yeah, but like that's that's the only time you're going to see it. The, the thing about that is though, it's strong. It's like it's cheesy, but it's strong, mm-hmm. and like. Uh, it is something that you have to 
look at your team when you build and you go, can I beat this? Can I beat uh, yeah. whatever the Scarf Surf Mon is in the format that people are using? What uh, Sometimes it won't be Scarf, but like most yeah, of the time... Yeah, you can see Raichu, like maybe. Yeah, I know Scarf Adrive Dragapult, that. Star, Scarf Weavile, stuff like that. That's what I've seen the most of. Yeah. Like yeah. Those, those with or without a Scarf, can I beat if that thing goes for Surf and then just like tries to, you know use a max move and knock me out from there. So you have to remember that it also, you know, because of their surfing, they're also breaking focus assets, which is why some, like, it's surprisingly good into something like, uh, like X-Girl Titar. Right. Because mm -hmm. if you, you are Scarf Dragapult, now you outspeed Excadrill and Sand, you surf, you break the focus ass on the Excadrill, you proc your weakness policy, now your um, Colossal is faster than the Excadrill and Sand because you went to plus six speed. And you KO the Excadrill through Max. Okay. So like, all that thing, all that stuff happens, and all it equates to is the Excadrill dies. You go to plus two, and the Titar can't kill your Colossal right. unless it's Max Quick. It, it's strong. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Does uh, I wonder if plus two Max Rockfall would KO from Titar. I don't think against Max Colossal unless you're minus defense, because it also runs yeah. into the awkward situation where it has to pick. Uh, which uh, nature it's running because it doesn't have a special rock move that has yeah. like ancient power. Oh, right. Mm -hmm. So, like, you have to either go full special with ancient power at like 120 base power um, max rock um, from special side, or you need to run physical and run like stone edge and run it from that side because you still mm -hmm. want to run the, the special fire move because uh, you don't want to get like burnt out by intimidate mm -hmm. yeah so there's like there's like a lot of interesting things about it that people have to figure out like what's the best way to run it optimally uh if it'll actually be strong enough to like uh like place a, a foothold in the meta or if it'll just be like too unreliable too gimmicky and then like uh not show up after like the first couple of weeks yeah it's a good way of putting it um, I, I'm not really going in order anymore. Just I, I want to bring it up because we talked about um, not overriding Sun. There's another G-Max that's just objectively correct because of not overriding terrain is Hattering. Oh, yeah. <laughs> not overriding, especially with Ndidi, not overriding um, Psychic Terrain just to go for a Max Fairy. With Confusion Effect on top of that, that's just like... yeah. Why, why wouldn't you use that? Um, yeah, and Confusion, like, can really just steal a match. So, mm -hmm. like, if people are still stuck on, like, the headering cores, then I think it'll show up here and there for sure. Yeah. Like, I know uh, I Jun, pretty bad. Cypher got a second and first back-to-back -back at the yeah. Liberty Guardian events with just that hard trick room stuff. Like, just, you just definitely clarify, just slap. It is the fairy move, correct? Yes. It is the fairy so, move. This is the one that I am. This is my least favorite GMX in the entire game. Okay. Because it's the one that I think is the most. Uh, Toxic. Invalidating of the original form. It's the one that's most unnecessarily random, in terms right. of like effect. Um. Butterfree, you're running like if you're running Butterfree and you're going for Befuddle, like you're going for it because you're running like the the Mon just because it does have the sleep stuff, all the toxic effects to it. 
Hat's a little different because you're running hat just because it's a good trick room setter. It's an, it's a, it's a it's a mon that's already good on its own before it gets the G mm -hmm. the GMX form. And by going for like by maxing the hat, which is proven to be pretty strong already when people are running into the hat the first week of the format. I still think it's like uh, people learned how to play around it, but I still think it's like strong. It's so like one of those things that every once in a while later in our format could pop up and do well. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But that's what scares me is now that uh, it has, you know, the max move that doesn't override its terrain. It's just like something that uh, I'll be sitting there and I'll have Ndidi hat out in trick room and I'm just going to like, I want to go for helping hands, um, you know, max fairy. Yeah. And just because it's correct to do the most damage. And now I'm just going to start rolling confusion and it becomes really, really annoying from that aspect because I'm do I, it's a damage mon. It's a damage mon that does random things. That's like the difference between Butterfree. It's like, if you're ever maxing Butterfree, Butterfree doesn't do damage. Butterfree just like flips the coins and says, let's, let's just like throw it all in on the table. Hat's just like, I'm going to do a lot of damage. And sometimes you just like, don't hit yourself. The one saving grace I will save about it, why I'm not like super worried about it. It's not spread confusion. Um, confusion got um nerfed last gen. Yeah, right. thirty percent. Wait, and... it, it is spread confusion though, right? I I wanted to ask that because I don't. Uh, know. My I don't know for certain. Right. Um, that's a dewobble fat question. It is. Because yeah, I know that I know that um Grim's, Yeah, Grimstarl is like the one that doesn't do it all the time, like Snorlaxes. Yeah, that's what we're. T we're we can talk about that now. Yeah. Yeah. Grimstarl is a single target too. Well, yeah. that's not that's not this format. Huh? Grimstarl's no, not on the set, is it? Yeah, it is. Yeah, it's. A, oh wait, it's, it's legal. legal. Yeah. Yeah, it's legal. It's the next oh. one. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. yeah, let's transition to that. Like Grimstarl is the one where it's like what? It's a fifty percent chance to proc on each target. No, on no, onto no, one. The one that on you're targeting. Targeted. Yeah. Really? Okay. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. All I remember well, is I remember testing with Angel, and then like after finding out about that part, not being as interested in it before anymore because like I know that we were talking about like. um because the yawn like, effect is so good. Yeah, like, what we wanted to do was uh, do, like, uh, Incin and Grimmsnarl, and we'd, like, lead that, and you would you turn out into Gothitelle as you went for the Grimmsnarl GMAX move, so on the second turn, you could just, like, protect the Goth or fake out the thing that they didn't max on their mm -hmm. fields, and they would just go to sleep and they can't switch out of it. Yeah. And like the other like really cool thing about that is that the Grimstarl also gets um power whip. So you have a move that changes terrain so that if people want to set up misty terrain on you, you can then turn it back to a terrain that they can be put to sleep on and can be yawned on. Right. So uh yeah. Like there's a lot of like But the better like... question is so with how it is where it's only one Pokemon fifty percent chance to get yawned. Is it better than Max Dark? Yes, absolutely, without question. Um, and it's correct to run on all Grimstarl now. Yes. Um, yeah, because I think Max. So Max Dark is super good, but mm -hmm. you'd prefer it on a faster Pokemon. I just don't think Grimstarl is fast enough towards like. I agree. You want darkness more than like a chance at a yawn, which, like, you get the right sleep turns from that and the right roll, then that can win you the game on its own. If it was special attacking, maybe like you'd say that you can go towards dark because it lowers the special defense. Right, but, but it's got like, that yeah, fat like, like, like one, one twenty or something attack stat. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Like so, they're all along like foul play or sucker punch or um, spear break stuff along with that category. All, mm-hmm. all physical moves. Yeah. yeah. So it's in the same category as like Butterfree is. It's like you you put them on on the team not because of the GMAX form, but it's absolutely correct to run the GMAX form on it in case you get into like the backs against the wall scenario where it's just like. Right. Uh, I need to start rolling the dice to see if I can win the game from here. And sometimes it just pays off. And uh, it's not as powerful in Butterfree in that regard, but um, the trade-off there is that it actually does damage. So that, like, those... Uh, there's a situation where it's, like, three turns of sleep. First turn, you roll the max dark, you do 50% to them, but you're slower than them. Mm-hmm. So you do 50%, you yawn them, and they deal a lot of damage to you. Then the second turn you max guard so that they go to sleep, and then you can finish them off with, right. um, with you know the max dark after they go to sleep because they were gonna KO you on the second turn. Mm-hmm. Like there, there's some theoretical end game where that is like absolutely the way to win the game, and yeah. I expect that to come up somewhat this year because Grimstar is a real Pokemon. It is. Um, yes, that's true. But it's not like. That not, impactful. Yeah, it's not a Pokemon we're usually maxing. But I, I think recently we, we've seen, like, an influx of more offensive Grimmsnarl. Because it has a really good bit. coverage, like, here and there. It does. The I think it was yeah. Season 2, the number one team, had, like, Life Orb Grimmsnarl. If yeah. I'm remembering correctly. Anyways, yeah, you uh... Can really, you can catch, like, a Dragapult off guard with that, you know? Yeah. There's a lot of damage. True. Just sucker punch and it goes away. <laughs> All right, I, I just want to get through these others before we talk about the last one. Um, so Charizard with any ability is available now. Cool. We we already know yeah. how good that is. Solar well, actually, power. quick quicker question. Solar well, power. <laughs> yeah, you just never run plays. That's correct. Cool. Um. All right. Um. Pokemon list of Pokemon you should never use anyways. Uh. Goes to Kingler or Beetle. But also, no, let let me talk. (laughs) That's my opinion. Uh, But their max moves specifically are also worse than their base ones. Kingler's is cool. I don't think it's better for it. It's okay. Wrong. (laughs) All right, Tommy. You're wrong. Do you want to talk about King? Do you want to talk about Kingler, Tommy? Um, less about Kingler, more about Orbeal. All right, Andy and I, yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. I was talking in rollout chat, like, I was saying, if anyone on this team uses any of the G-Max, like, you're off the team. I know. But, so, uh, so we, uh, we're tearing G-Max or Beetle, but, like, uh, let, I don't let, buy okay, it. Let, let me talk on Kingler really quickly, and then I want to, like, sure. talk about War Beetle specifically. Okay. Because I knew we were going to have this conversation. Cool. Uh, Kingler's, like, cool. Uh, I think that its max move is better than its base form but i still don't think it's worth running um right i i think that the 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 speed drops on a damaging move is relevant because Mm -hmm. it has um hyper cutter so it can't be intimidated so it's something that hits really really hard and it's it's a spread minus two drop right um so that's that's like equivalent to um a tailwind while also doing a 130 base power move like it's a lot of damage the, the thing is that, you know, Kingler just doesn't have enough bulk, doesn't hit that hard to the point where it's worth running. Aura Beetle, on the other hand, is really interesting. Right, I think gra- gravity is a really, really, really powerful move that's really hard to fit onto teams and hard to, like, 
get value out of. What, what are you trying to say, Andy? Hypnosis, bro. No, hypnosis, yeah. Dude, like hypnosis hitting a hundred percent. Like I know we were talking about that, but all right. Powder, hustle. Why wouldn't you just click gravity? Bad accuracy moves because doing damage while you set gravity is uh something that I think is kind of uh pack pack packaging good effects onto moves that do damage. It's something that's always been powerful and something okay. that I imagine still stays powerful. Fair um, enough. And it has a good speed here. It's, it's 90 base speed with really, really good bulk. The thing maxes and it, it really doesn't die. Like, it's got like 9110 bulk, I think. Something mm -hmm. stupid like that. Yeah. Like, it's, it's really, really strong. Um, I'm not saying that it's very, very good, but mm -hmm. I, I definitely think there's a team out there where it's like, okay, I'm running my my orbital and like i pair it with either like venus or uh i'm running it with uh maybe drake assault with like hustle stuff venus or potentially venus or yeah. like literally anything that could use accuracy and there's that's the thing there's a lot of things that use it this mm -hmm. like i said the sleep moves hustle and there's a lot of like really high base power moves and just being able to run high base power moves and, like have the upside of being able to click them is very very strong like you've seen like what thunder has done for rain in previous formats with how strong right. that move is. Mm -hmm. And now you're able to do that for any move that has lower base accuracy. Like, um, you're still having to run or beetle. So, yes, it will do like, I think it's uh special takes 80, which is not mm -hmm. like great, but it's like usable. Yeah. It probably does like 40% of something. You put something else to sleep and then you're able to just like kind of snowball with that. Okay. Um, so I'm not claiming that it is fantastic. I'm saying that it deserves to go in the builder at least once exactly. and maybe be good. Cause that, that, that's how we figure out whether or not these things are good is you put them in the builder, you, you gotta run give against it a, a showdown ladder against 1100s. And it's like, if it makes it out of there, you go cool. And if it doesn't, you just never like pick it back up again. But I think yeah. it, I think the effect is cool enough that it warrants going in the builder. You could get CP at a premier challenge with it. You heard it no, here first. No, it's got EC winning potential. You, you could win an MSS. You could win. You could win an MSS with it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. I I won't ask where this MSS is, but uh, probably New York. Whoa. All right. All right. Calm down. <laughs> I was calm gonna down. say it. I mean, if I can win one, anyone can. Uh, let's move on. Uh, Toxtricity. Don't use G-Max, even though it looks cooler. That's my take. Um, don't use Toxtricity at all. Like, I don't really? care what the G-Max is. Don't put it in the builder. You think it's that much worse than or Orbeetle on a team? Yes. Well, it is worse than Orbeetle, but Toxtricity deserves life somewhere. I just yeah. don't know where yet. <laughs> I, I think it's like, like a decent, like, low-mid, like, special there. attacker. Like, spread overdrive like, is cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. I, I, paralysis is paralysis is good. Poison's bad. You have a 50 50 to roll a good thing on a bad mon. So. Well, no, what I'm saying, but or you could set electric terrain. So like. Uh, that too. Yes. Yeah. So, so I'm saying the G Max is just worse than Kale, the base. Caleb, Caleb, Caleb. My point. If you weren't gonna put the texture sitting in the builder before the G Max, you're not. You're definitely not putting it in there afterwards. All right, un understood. All right. <laughs> um, I just realized this episode's gonna be longer because we need to talk about Incineroar Venusaur for half an hour. Um, 
I mean, probably not. But first, we got the monthly now segment of the winner of the new series update as far as GMAX is. We got Lapras now. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm already, I'm both excited to abuse it and I'm already dreading facing it. Yes, yeah. Tommy? Hot take. I think it's too slow. For this format, I not not a not on speed wise, not speed wise. Mm -hmm. Um, its pacing is too slow for the format. I think. I agree. Um, given that I've already like experienced using Lapras without the veil, I want to try to abuse it early in the format before like people understand just the easy ways to like maneuver around it and such. Like my my, my fear is that like. You know, if it becomes reliant on stuff like like Gothitelle, right? Mm -hmm. Then you have two Pokemon that you're really starting to like limit your damage output, and you have to find it in other ways because the Lapras isn't gonna like do that much. I know the the thing that everybody's been doing to try and make up for this is running Policy Goth or Policy uh, Lapras. Yeah, that, that's been the thing. That's in been the same. I, I, I have done that's that. That's been BBC's yeah. worst kept worst kept secret. Everybody's like, yo, your weakness Policy Lapras heat, bro. It's the best yeah. set. It, no, everybody's been trying it. It's okay. It's it's it, not it great. It's okay, yeah. Like um, I'm like, already you know, considering dropping the policy. The, the the fact that it's um it's on the ice move and not the water move is very strong for it because that means yes. that it can then chain instead of like doing the Aurora Bell stuff early. It can go uh, Max Geyser turn one, and then you can choose whether or not you're going to set the um the Aurora Bell on turn two or three. Mm -hmm. without having to worry about like changing weather like you have you have the rain when you want it and uh you, then you get the boosted damage out of like using the move now if you're not weakness policy what are you because i've heard people um, talking about light clay light clay is bad uh the, th the thing that you are if you're not weakness policy is x4 you you're yes. you're standing by that yes yeah you're losing assault vest Citrus, no. Pinchberry, no, none of it those. It damage output. Like maybe okay. Life Orb, right? Like no, it needs <laughs> damage orb. output. It, ne it needs thing. damage output because uh, that's the problem with these. Um, I'm I'm gonna compare it to Orbeetle, not because I think it's close to Orbeetle and okay. like how good it is, yeah. just because I think that there's a really good relationship to describe this here. Mm -hmm. Um, Orbeetle, like, the fact that it doesn't do that much damage would be aided by the fact that you can run high base power moves and hustle mons next to it. Lapras has the... It has to... If you're not doing the... I don't think the goth thing is good. I think the Lapras goth I'm, thing is... I'm is generally mediocre. agreeing with that, yes. I think the strong way to run it is Lapras plus the good mons. Yes. And you want to run good stuff, and you want to run damage up on your, on your Lapras because you want to end the game... You want the game to look like it's decided within the five turns, or however many... Is it five turns of a yeah. Bell? Well, it's yeah, going to be yeah. the four after you set it. Right. So you, you want the turn the game to look like it's decided within those four turns. Obviously, there can be like a turn or two afterwards. Same thing with like Trick Room. You want to mm -hmm. get the bulk of the, your stuff that you're doing done within the, the turns that the Veil is up. And you're not going to do that running Goth and... Okay, Something I've seen, like, a lot of people think of, like, mm -hmm. Goth and Cinnor or Lapras, like, unless you're running Paris, which is an entirely different idea in, in its entirety, um, like, if you're if you're running that core, it's like, cool, you're not dying, but neither are they. Yeah. <laughs> like, 
they're just not doing any damage and then like there's also the thing where we can get to the point in the format where it's like instead of bulldoze the random like weakness policy activator will just turn to brick break and tommy i'm insulted it's low sweep gothitelle what low sweep no you just brick break you win the mirror well I guess that. <laughs> break the mirror. I, I had low sweep to underspeed the right period. Fine, fine, fine. So, yeah, like, um, I'm not calling it bad. I'm just saying that there's going to be a lot of, like, learning curves with Lapras because I think a lot of things that people are looking at right now are pretty, like, yeah. Eh. Like, you, you, you need damage output. This is a format yeah. where doing damage is broken, and if you're not doing damage, like, you, you better be like having like this really like certain lockdown game plan and i just don't think that like screens are enough of that unless you're actually like putting out the damage to make use of it yeah screens are so good passive mm-hmm. screens is like great you know if and then just but you're also moves it's like one of the best ones yeah and, um... and you're using your g max like or d max to set it up so you can't have veil up and then have like an even bulkier, like stronger sweeper in the back, Dynamax. So. Yeah, like, yeah, like I said before, it's uh, packaging moves together is really powerful, and it, determ- it it depends a lot on how good the movie or packaging is. This is where it differs from Orbital. Gravity is a good move. Aurora Veil is a move that requires you to have Hail Up because it's that good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it is inherently very, very strong. It just, like, if you look at Aurora Veil back in 17 when it was, like, at its um, strongest. Because we, really we didn't see it at 18, really. The mm-hmm. reason why Aurora Veil was strong in 17, though, was because it had Lax. And it yeah. was able to um, put a Lax behind it with Recycle Infinite Recovery and just, like, make the Lax into this, like, unbeatable boss mod. For Max and the Lapras, that mod really doesn't exist in this format um, at current. Uh, not from what we've seen so far. Maybe somebody finds like some hidden mod in the format that mm-hmm. like really, really abuses the screens well, while also not needing to Dynamax because the Lapras is Dynamaxing. So right. So uh, maybe something like Conkledare that are doing lots of so, damage something. without maxing. So yeah, like it. Yeah, there's a few Pokemon that do abuse screens pretty well already that we know of, but. But a lot of those are still Dynamaxing, like, like Duraludon and Mudstale. As some aren't though, like Conk, like you mentioned, Sylveon's another one. Uh, those are probably the biggest ones, though. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, you just yeah. need the damage output. That's the most important thing. If you get the damage yeah. output and you can like um, efficiently end games in the amount of turns that uh, you have your your bail up, you're go- you're gonna have a good time. If not, uh, like you're gonna play a lot of like long drawn out games that you're just gonna get whittled down over time because you're not doing enough damage that's really what it's gonna boil down to that's true yeah all right we we've exhausted this topic and it's been an hour since i've said the word incineroar so we need to talk about incineroar now uh to lead it won't be as good as it used to be but it will sell pretty pretty good yeah yeah Yeah. where where are we uh... thinking it's falling in usage well so like when, when it first got announced there was that like funny your name's andy that andy meme from toy story uh where he's like i i don't want to play with you anymore dropping arcanine picking up incineroar yeah i mean that's happening again Uh, tommy yes one tommy oh he's he's number one (laughs) he is number one no like the mon is 
Um, Figa got worse. Still right? Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's still a phenomenal mod. It got worse. It got a lot worse. Like, I, I think people are underestimating how much worse it got. Yeah, we already but, know how much like fake out and intimidate got. Like, yeah. The, the, or, like, the thing nerfed. that's so funny about Incineroar is it can be so much worse, but still be the best mod in the format because it was already that much better than everything else. Yeah. And that's like speaks a lot to like how strong Incineroar is. Mm-hmm. Um, just a couple quick things to break down. I don't even think that fake out. Uh, and Intimidate being nerfed uh, are the hardest ones. Fake Out obviously nerfed because of uh, Dynamax. We can't actually can't right. fake out Dynamax. And Dragapult is really huge in the format right now. Um, ghost type that you can't fake out. Um, there's also the fact that uh, even more important, um, there's no citrus, Super Citrus anymore. Yeah. And mm. like the, the whole thing where Flare Blitz, uh, there was a joke that Flare Blitz heals you. Because yeah. you would flare blitz yourself, you'd ship yourself down into range where your super citrus would activate and you just go back up to 75. Yeah. And that was really, really strong. And like Incineroar came into the game at a really perfect time to abuse that. Um, it might still be a mon that runs the, the nerf super citrus berries and just says like, sure, I'll take the 33 because I'm the one Pokemon in the format that can ship myself down into the range where I'm actually getting the berry boost. Yeah. Um, we might see Citrus Berry just because, like, you need the health a lot sooner, especially in a Dynamax format. Mm-hmm. Or there's a very real world in which the Salt Fest is still just, like, very, very good. And, like, I know that um, Parting Shot is yeah. a big tool on its kit now that would make you not want to run in, uh, um, a Salt Fest. But... Or even, like, running Taunt. I think would be big for it. Yeah. Utility. Like, there's, there's you're not, you don't have Knock anymore, so that, that move slot's kind of, like, up in the air now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to choose from, like, uh, Darkest Lariat and Snarl, and you can start looking to the other moves, like Taunt. Mm-hmm. But um, there, are, there are some situations in which you want to have uh, U-Turn and still. Uh, it still breaks Focus Ashes. It hits the Whimsicott to break that Focus Ash, which is pretty important. I know I've, I've argued with a bunch of friends about this, about U-Turn versus Parting Shot, and I think that... Um, yeah, they both have use. Um, yeah, I think I like Parting Shot better, personally, but I think that it is very valid to run uh, U-Turn because there are a lot of things that it does. The thing that I'm most interested about for U-Turn is that uh, it can uh, side-proc certain weakness policies, and it becomes like a really, really like interesting policy mon. Do you, uh, you want to name-drop a weakness policy you're activating with U-Turn? Uh, it's poor format. Competitive goth, like, wow. <laughs> like they're 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 like, it's it's gonna be cheesy stuff. Uh, like, all right, fair, yeah. That's uh, what it is. Uh, I will yeah, say you can that, run a competitive goth with it. Yeah, know? or uh, reuniclus. I I will say that the, this main thought is coming from um double zou because okay. in double zou we have um necrozma right now, so okay. you turn mm-hmm. side procking the prism armor necrozma as it bounces back and then the necrozma goes to plus two because we've seen solid rock on rhyperior with dynamax not being able to take out the mon same thing with necrozma so like that, that's where my main thought for u-turn procking a policy gotcha. i don't think it's as applicable in like bgc but like i wouldn't be surprised if something popped up this year like oh yeah he's like side you like you think that you're locked against like goth and Cinderor, and then like they lead uh Goth Incineroar, and you lead Incineroar, and you proc the Goth, you uh, you proc the Goth's weakness policy mm-hmm. as you switch out, and you max the Gothitel, and you like max focus blast the Incineroar, and it goes away. Like, that's fair. Yeah, it's very valid. Like, 
or like I'm sure there's another psychic type or like something that we can proc on the format that might be cool. Maybe a grass type. I don't know, but like I think there's I think there's like a world in which that's like a case. But more importantly, like it, it hits focus sashes and um, like party shots still good. Like you can still run both. Uh, like not mm. not not both at the same time, but you can right. both have their uses. And uh, yeah, overall, like cat is worse, but it's still the best Pokemon in the format. <laughs> if it's the most oh, okay. I should clar- I should clarify. I don't think it's Pastures. the best Pokemon in the format. It's not the best Pokemon in the format, but it's easily the Mon that fits on the most teams. Yeah. You think it will most... trump Togekiss in usage? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, uh, like... I think Togekiss it, might come close. Yeah. It, it'll be close. And Roar, the thing is, though, it's like the... They basically created the perfect defensive Mon for VGC, and it still fills that role. It's just a little less effective. Well, maybe quite a bit more. Less Gen effective. seven, you'd see like Incineroar switches in. Incineroar doesn't even want to fake out; it just wants to get out as soon as possible. Yeah. So just you turned out anyways, yeah. and comes back in the next turn. Like, yeah, it's still just a thing that happens in this format. Like, <laughs> the only yeah. thing that it happens is that it it does it like one turn less because it has twenty five percent less health. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this yeah. is true. All right. We talked about Incineroar, but what about the other Lowland starters that are not legal? Is this the year that Decidueye gets to shine? So, on to Venusaur. Um. No, whoa, 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 whoa. No, on to Primarina. Primarina has a niche. Decidueye... Hold, hold up, one sec. One sec. Right, oh, man. Resident Decidueye fan here. So, step it's, one. Yeah, I, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. That's step one. Step two. <laughs> I can't believe I'm humoring this, but I actually think Primarina is at least a little bit interesting. Yes. It's another Parasong um, Pokemon. It's... I don't think that's it why. Has, it has high special attack, uh, and it is the exact kind of Pokemon that I think would benefit from uh, Dynamaxing. Mon that has, like, not great bulk, but, like, if it maxes, it's, like, not terrible bulk. Mm-hmm. And, like, policy, proc your, your Primarina's policy, the thing just, like, becomes this monster. Like, 126 special attack is a lot. It's, like, the same as uh, uh, Inteleon right now, which has been seeing play. Yep. And now you can start running it on stead on, like, that. that's the kind of thing where you'd see, like, uh, maybe fake tears goth stuff, where it's, like... Are you telling uh, me to replace the Lapras with Primarina on my team? Maybe actually that one. I, who needs to set up a who needs to set up Aurora Veil when it's like instead of doing seventy to them and then like living the turn, you just do a hundred and ten. Like Okay. It's, Seven. it's not the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> uh it's probably not that good of a mon, but like it will go in the builder at least once. Yeah. And it's it's the only water fairy we have now. If I'm thinking about that. Yeah. I, I forgot that was the sore subject. Uh, so, all right, before the obvious one, we'll go to Blastoise. Blastoise has Shell Smash, yeah. 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 So that's, Is that uh, going in your builder, Tommy? Not mine. Yeah. I think, like, it's it can probably run over a few comps that exist, but, like, mm-hmm. I just won't be using those. What's, what's the cock I saw on Twitter? Uh... A plus two uh, Blastoise has the same damage output as Scarf Ogre. 
or something silly like that. Yeah, oh, no, that yeah. sounds that yeah. sounds that sounds right. Which uh, I will remind you that uh, the only caveat to that is that Scarf Ogre does the damage on turn one, <laughs> and Blastoise does it on turn two. Yeah. And we spent like 15 minutes Pokemon. talking about how everything in this format needs to do things on turn one or they die. Yeah. So that would be my guess. If we haven't seen Poltegeist, then I don't think we'll see Blastoise. Uh, although it's really good in DOU because having Fake Out and Follow Me now is broken. Oh, yeah, but that, that combination is only legal in DOU. DOU. Like I said, it's it's really good in DOU. It's, it's, it doesn't have Follow Me in VGC. So sayonara. <laughs> All right, we'll talk about the big boy, the the Pokemon that like I'll say it, the like the higher the bigger brain VGC players are more worried about <laughs> bigger brain than Incineroar. <laughs> my, yes. my man absolutely ripped my bit from before the show. I oh, I should do for copyright right now. <laughs> yeah, my apologies, but yes, Venusaur is it's scary. Like we it's have good. Rose Raid. I've been using Rose Raid. It's faster. It's it's stronger. It's not Venusaur. Uh, yeah. Well, where's that chlorophyll ability? Chlorophyll, you yeah. It, you know. Um. Although we don't have you know Zard Y, but like you could still run. What what do you, Tommy? What do you think of like Torkoal, Charizard, Venusaur? Like is that a thing? So so Charizard in uh in Sun does a lot of damage. So if I'm able to just like turn my max charizard turns into like venusaur in the back like i'm pretty happy about that i think okay yeah. so like, wait are you running non-gmax uh zard there no 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 set up sun i don't know no I, i'm running it with purple like, okay okay no i was just i was just making like, sure the, there's there's two ways that the uh the venusaur is going fast it's going fast by purple or it's going fast by uh, a max move setting up sun for yeah. it okay uh, most likely like Dragapult, right? Yeah, Dragapult. I can see okay. I can see it go a few ways. Like if people want to use the Colossal thing, you know, that's like a fast Sunsetter if they get that oh, yeah. going. Hmm. Um, kind of similar to that one weird Stone Journer team that we ran into a few months back. Yeah, I love that It was team. like uh, like Rock Polish and the uh, Heat Crash, you know? Yeah, I didn't or understand it why it was the stonjourner was there but it, it's just well, it's better than vile plume like, like like you said big brain exactly <laughs> yeah. galaxy brain my, my bad uh, yeah and then the uh the other way it will be used <laughs> is uh <laughs> sleep powder with orbital oh. oh no no <laughs> wait, wait, i mean orbital so it's gonna be nine tails oh orbital. yeah yeah, we, Charizard. You know, it's just unbeatable. <laughs> you put everything to sleep and kill it all. <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. I'm still using it, but you know. <laughs> yeah. So it's in the builder. So it's in like, the builder. Like Andy, I I know that uh like Dallas happened and like we ran the team, but I don't think we like talked yeah. like too much about it afterwards. Like it kind of just happened. We're like, yeah, cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, but well. I think one of the big things I learned from that is that in this format, sleep is really, really good. Yes. <laughs> like putting <laughs> things to sleep in a max move format is just kind of like, okay, cool. You got to max move me down to focus sash, and then you went to sleep, and like that was your game plan. Like, yeah. Uh, that's like something that Venusaur now gets to do, but it's also faster than everything on the format because it goes into the sun and yeah, remember yeah. we have dynamic speed mechanics again it's true <laughs> like 
You can just yeah. like have your Venusaur on the field and say, oh, you led Dragapult? My Torkoal's coming in now. You're going to yeah. sleep. <laughs> or you and lead like, Dragapult uh, and Max Flare for the dynamic change. Yeah. yeah. And I think another thing with Venusaur is it's a pretty good Max candidate. Like, you know, if you're... Pe people are sleeping on Max to... Poison. Yeah, like... This it's not like i'm not saying it's going to be like super game changing but you'll see it like in a best of three you know yeah. like yep. it's got max the, quake now yeah like, the odd uh, earth power Venusaur. yeah which is a nice little buff it has it can hit incineroar pretty well now and then like max ooze next to like a boosted zard is a little scary you know yeah so the the, the situation where i see it being good is a situation where it hits a sleep powder they're asleep now. Now I want to start rolling for yeah. Max Max uses while they're asleep, so mm -hmm. I can um, you know boost my special attack, boost my partner, like you said, Zard, and get to a point where when I knock out your sleeping Pokemon and you bring in them on in the back to now try and transition and beat me, you're not worried about me like sleep powdering you. You're worried about me just dumpstering you because I have like two plus two mons in the field. Yeah, and. Uh, like it also has you know you know max grass to um, set proper terrain for it. That's another thing that's really cool about the Zard synergy is that if you're running max grass on Zard, you can always just like terrain change for it and set up the correct terrain to sleep powder stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, if they're running counter terrains, like if somebody maxes, you know that's going to be a very common thing against. It's something we've seen with uh, playing Butterfree. People like go out of their way to like max whatever their electric or um fairy moves are on just to like not go to sleep in a set mm -hmm. yeah so. we're seeing a lot more like uh terrain change than like something like a lumberry that would have been you know years past um i haven't really seen like much lumberry at all unless it's like i think if depending on, on venusaur usage lum will see an uptick on certain pokemon yeah maybe goggles i thought, I thought like i didn't think about goggles yeah I thought Butterfree would do the trick, but like instead of that, people just started running teams with like five things, four or five things that were faster than Butterfree. Yeah. Rather than like respecting the like sleep part of it, which is understandable. Um, but it still had a few holes. Like a lot of the games that I won in Dallas was because of like Airstream plus Sleep Powder. Yes, we talked like, about that for I'm like an hour like... last time, Andy. <laughs> Well, yeah, I know, but like, I'm, I'm, I'm not teasing. like bragging, yeah. but I'm I'm looking at a lot of these teams, especially the ones like that aren't without a sand mode, which is probably the best like you know check to that. To and you. like, they, they don't really have an answer to that, but people just aren't running there, it. There's a reason why people have come up to me, have told me, Tommy, we've we, we've we've been playing Series Three, we've been playing the format, and I literally just think we're running your <laughs> the Dallas team with with, with <laughs> Max on the Sard. <laughs> That's just the week one series three play, and I'm like, you know what? That sounds right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what's winning the IC, right? Because solar powers aren't. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, dude, no, you're getting memes so hard by all the random crap on the IC ladder. There's no fires <laughs> on the IC. <laughs> I had to mention it once this week. Yeah, that was that was a tournament team, not a ladder team. Yeah. No, <laughs> I feel like it's I feel like it's ten times harder to use just on random ladder. 
you, you have you have to bring the, the 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 one mode of the team to see if it like works and if not you have to go to one of the other like five <laughs> modes on the team it's a best of three team because you have like all yeah. three games to test the different modes yeah it's got like five half-baked modes yeah that's like, why I, I think, yeah but that is like one of the things that people like were not respecting was the it's probably the least respected mode on the team is the the zard butterfree yeah. mode where you just like airstream sleep powder stuff and people just like realize that they don't have um options for it. that's actually something that like i came to because um a buddy of my Rajan I was testing with, um, mm -hmm. and we were testing with Dragapults. And like we thought it was pretty cool for a while, but it never like turned out to like be like very strong. He wanted to go other ways with the team. But um, you know, when he ended up like trying to work on different stuff because we like reached a point where it's like I wanted to do something else and like mm -hmm. he thought something else was a little bit stronger, so we like uh broke Diverged. apart like a little bit like, those ways. Yeah. And I took some of the stuff from like what we were building, the Rhyperior, the Butterfree, and the Airstream. Because I thought the Airstream plus Butterfree was really cool. And I kind of transitioned it into the Dallas team to try and uh, incorporate a couple of the mechanics that we were kind of building around and like put them into a more uh, uh, interchangeable mold. Because it was a whole thing. It was like the Dragapult didn't like really, really go. Like, uh, think about Dragapult in the Charizard slot. It's just like the modes already are awkward enough as it is. You'd have more like. Yeah. Uh, division between the modes where it's like at least the Charizard goes with like you can do Charizard Duraludon and Whimsicott and like you can choose which one to max and like still have the Victor stuff and yeah. uh, do those kind of games where the Dragapult's like a lot more uh, like harder to fit into the modes. Now not to discredit this conversation but to bring it back to Venusaur because it is very relevant to Venusaur yeah. is yeah, Venusaur Wide Lens an item you would consider? there i would consider it yeah. yes i mean like you can run venusaur the same way that team ran butterfree to an extent yeah like sure you can switch in the sun pokemon but if you want to like start damaging and sleeping and steamrolling things and like you kind of want your sleep powders to hit yeah so it's what what's sleep powder at with wide lens 82 percent i think okay like 10 percent boost but the cool thing that it does is not only sleep powder but it also brings your leaf storm up to leaf storm, yeah 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 like i i think it was if it's just um if it's just sleep powder the seven percent's a little bit hard to like justify, justify. Right. but when you get when you get both like the leaf storm's like a very powerful move that you just get to run it makes it makes up for like not running like a life orb if you want the damage output mm -hmm. you just run leaf storm instead and uh get to get the sleep powders and it's like you know Sash is also good because uh, I, I don't know the exact math, but I'd assume that the, the chance of hitting one sleep powder over two turns is probably more than the chance of hitting one wide lens sleep powder. No, 100%. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, like you can just assume that the math is higher on that end. And like if that's the case, and it's like, okay, uh, you can like look at the items comparably like that. There is a world in which like wide lens because you need to sleep on turn one. Yeah, to, like, yeah. We were talking about the importance of do getting things done turn one, like yes, very much. Uh, so. Yeah, yeah. But sometimes the threat of sleep powder is like just as good as actually hitting the sleep powder. Sometimes yeah. you need the powder, but like you know, I leading a Venusaur against like a Trick Room Setter is something that you can say like okay, like they they know that they have to start leading counter leads into the sleep stuff and uh, have to respect it and. Even if I don't hit, I still force leads that way. That's true. As someone who uh, ran Wide Lens Grim Snarl at Dallas, uh, I can I can back Wide Lens. You gotta hit those swaggers, man. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Swagger and T Wave, T Wave, yeah. Yeah. Um. All right. 
we've been talking about a bunch for a while. Is there anything we're missing? Like, oh, I guess the precedent of just the fact that now with these Pokemon coming in with home, like, I, I know Tommy and I both tweeted about this. Yeah. Are we, well, all right, we can talk speculation for future series rules like series four but are we worried about when certain mods are going to be legal with the dlc coming out in the future may 1st would be the series four start of start of series four i'd imagine that's when we get all of the rest of the gmax mods that are currently not legal that would become legal so it's like gengar machamp there's like two more i think gengar machamp uh Caparaja, yeah, Garbodor. Yes. Yes. Um, the most important of those being Gengar, probably yeah. because um, G Max Terror happens to be like really interesting. Yeah, it goes yeah. Gengar, Machamp, whatever the other two I mentioned were. <laughs> yeah, the other two are like very bad. Caparaja uh, is at least a little bit interesting because like Steel Spikes is like pretty cool, and the whole thing that's like. Um, Dreadnought's, like, max move would be really, really cool if it was uh, on a better Pokemon. Yeah. Because yeah. setting up rocks while you... Like, if you if there was an attack in VGC that... Or in, the, in Pokemon in general, that set up rocks while also doing damage, that move would almost certainly be used. Yes. It's just the fact that, like... We're not doing damage. You don't switch out enough to, like, justify taking a turn doing nothing. Yeah. Um... But, like, there's a reason why it's it's very good in DOU. Like, you have six months, so it, like, you end up yeah. wrecking up enough damage where it's, it makes sense to take the time. Yeah, and Inosh so, went and did Stealth Rocket Worlds because it was, like, a meta, you know, the DC it's, Open. It's, it's, You're switching up enough. Not saying it was good okay. then, but, yeah. It's, it's not the worst thing in the world to, like, have rocks on a mod that doesn't need the slot. Um, but... Yeah, generally it's not going to be worth a slot. It's kind of interesting in Caparazzo, though. Yeah. Um, so that would be May 1st, right? Yes. Two months after that would be July 1st. Which is notably after NIIC, which it, previous years it hasn't been. But the past two years, I know um, we, we've yes. been in June, late June. So it, it would be after the last IC, be right before Worlds. And anybody who's thinking, oh, they wouldn't changed the format right before worlds they literally did this with tcg last year mm -hmm. they dropped a set right before worlds and they had to play a, a new format with new cards that they had never played before before worlds like i and for and those who don't know the dlc is coming in june so yes. it, whenever yeah, like, in june will affect because because it's July coming 1st. in june like yeah. if it were just like getting new mons that'd be one thing this is them trying to sell DLC like yeah. there there is there is no reason for them to um I'm, I'm not saying that play Pokemon is trying to sell the DLC mm -hmm. but there's no reason and why they wouldn't um want to put the DLC yeah. into the game if yeah, we're getting I mean, with how much how many views it gets you know like uh and you'll see like oh these old Pokemon are back or whatever people not being in touch I think we're kind of seeing Pokemon shift like away from uh, where they kind of value like the series or the year being like one format, and now it's like you just play with you just play with it as it as it comes out, and that's like what it seems like it's leaning towards. Mm -hmm. 
Like, Which, I don't even know. I guess the other side, how do we feel about that? Like, I, I'm oddly okay, down people, for it. We don't know have, all the Pokemon that are coming back yet. Right. Uh, people have yeah. been complaining about um, the series cycle in general. Like, mm-hmm. people say, like, oh, Moon Series was the worst format Pokemon's ever had. The, the whole thing the whole thing is that um pokemon in general uh people haven't felt that i've been playing the same format for eight nine months maybe sometimes up to 12 to 15 months feeling when you're playing a format for that long it is so easy that even by like the six months of the format to just be burnt out and not want to play any more of that mm-hmm. and like I even felt that at the end of you know, Ultra Series, which you know we yeah, were oh, playing for a lot longer so than we did for Moon, but it's like not having to deal with that sort of you know for format now. lack of turnover, where mm-hmm. like we're just stuck in the same format for a while. I am like super happy that they decided to take the risk and just like do the changing formats, and I'm happy that they've stick they've stuck with it despite the um the criticisms that I think are um misplaced because i don't think i think people fail fail to realize the alternative which would be getting trapped in what could be really really bad formats for the entirety of the year it's like suns i love sun series i think sun series mm-hmm. is like one of the best formats that we've had in a really 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 long time but there's no like guarantee that had that format gone on any longer than it did that it wouldn't have just gotten degenerative and not fun to play because yeah. it sometimes takes like six months of a format for it to become unbearable and nobody wants to play it anymore and i think that like i will always look back at sun series in a positive light because of the fact that it we so never short. got the where it was like unbearable ultra series we did because we played it for so long but like um so, like, so so yeah i think we are going to keep like doing this this rotating format thing and uh you know that that's but do you, cool, do you? And it scares me. It scares yeah. you. Yeah. My question is. Well, I guess, I guess before I reiterate the question, um, people have to remember we're getting DLC instead of another game, which that's usually what was indicative of us changing formats. Correct. Yeah. So, um, what was my point? Oh, right. So, <laughs> how would you feel about Worlds being a brand new format with two hundred plus odd? Well, like that. That's fully that's full evolution so let's say ballpark like 30 35 new relevant pokemon being added hot take i'm 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 cool with it because we've long played a game in which our worlds is never the same format we start the year on Mm -hmm. like since since yeah 2012 like we've played formats and like we've it's probably even before that but like all the way back to when i started playing always the the format post worlds would be the old game and then we would change to the new formats in january and we you know you play a large chunk of the year on the same thing but it was never truly the same format the entirety of the year and there's there's a situation pretty much every format of somebody uh gaining a bunch of cp and the the old format and then coming to worlds or like even getting day two off of like tournaments that are not in the format they're playing worlds at right so if they're gonna move towards this we're changing the format as the year goes on kind of thing i'm i'm fine like like busting out a new format for worlds and just challenging the best builders to show up and like build good teams and like changing what like pokemon worlds is about and it's 
not about being good at the format that you're playing. It's about being good at the game and being able to yeah, good at adapt Pokemon. to a new tournament. And yeah. that will just like keep the game fresh every year. And I think it's a, it's a, like I said, it is a scary change because there is always a chance that we get like this really terrible format for either our worlds or even for like in the middle of the year, we just get this, this format where they have like bad, um, like they just don't give us like, uh, healthy months for our format and yeah, that, I think that, that is scary. a I think it's a necessary evil because I think it's a good change long term for the game um, and it's going to be good for the overall health of the game but um, otherwise uh, yeah there, there could be some scary stuff along the way but I think it's a really good change so a couple things that I are you going to play like devil's advocate no 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 uh, I'm going to agree for different reasons um so one of the big ones is back when I was more active in the community, um, as far as like prizing went and reward went, everything felt like you had to do well at Nats or Worlds to really feel like you had a good season mm -hmm. to a point. And that was reflected with uh, also the prize structure. Regionals back in the day, they didn't pay anything. They flew you uh, out. At, they might have flown you out if you did well enough. Like at best, you're getting a stipend. Nowadays, though, um, tournaments, they're more rewarding for that specific tournament. So that's part of the reason why I think this change is okay. Um, because, like, the winner's still going to get two grand, three grand. Like, he's going to be rewarded for his good team building, like, being ahead of everyone in the format. And it won't feel like just, like, a flash in the pan where he was really good then and it didn't really matter for the rest of the season. Uh, and the second reason why I think it's good is because... We now have like, you know, good content creators putting out information. And we have like, uh, on Twitter, we have very good team builders sharing their ideas. So the meta's mm -hmm. developing way faster than it used to. Uh, like people can just pick up the game and uh, kind of take apart a team and develop how to beat it instead of back then, you know, it it felt like if a good team came out at the right time, like you couldn't touch it until way after that tournament. You know what I mean? Right. Um, so for that reason, like I'm, I'm okay with it. Like, uh, cause I think people are just going to stick with the curve. Like if they know a new Pokemon and new teams are coming out, they're just going to do their best to uh, like have the tools that they can. And I think everyone's just going to, it's going to be a race to, I guess number one and it's gonna be fun to watch and play yeah i know i'm excited for that exact reason yeah. it sounds fun to me and that's what pokemon really should be to people when they're playing uh just to play devil's advocate not for myself because i'm basically agreeing with you guys um yeah but there, there's a certain thing we're going to miss where we're not going to be able to um compete or really uh find the joy of playing a solved format I say solved because no format's really, really, truly solved. But I know there are a lot of players who enjoy really like late, like post worlds formats, even um, where things are not not really decided upon, like how they are. But it, it cuts down on really the monotony of the randomness factor of just everything encapsulating Pokemon where there's certain teams and you need to know how to fight them and then you just play your best and that's what really boils down to that what will be missed to an extent it's it's gonna depend how many updates uh sword and shield's gonna get 
I, I don't think the first two DLCs are, like, going to be the last, especially since we're not getting, from what I understand, in the second DLC, not all the Pokemon are going to be added yet. There's still going to be more Pokemon, I'm pretty sure. So. Yeah. Cool. I, I, will, uh, I will point out one, like, kind of fun little story of, like, why I'm uh, really excited about, like, this kind of world structure. Back in... 2017 when like i first started doing the snowball thing because you know that very first um euic uh that i went to i i you know it wasn't on the snowball yet like i had to you know mm-hmm. pay to fly out there and like go on my own accord and like the reason that i ended up doing that uh in the first place was because it was the first time that we had ever had this brand new format where the game had like just came out there was no time before uh, the tournament, everybody was just kind of like scrambling to get their stuff together. And it was probably the most enjoyable time I've ever had playing Pokemon was that like the two, time leading up span. to it. Yeah, that two, three week span in between when the games dropped and when the tournament was. And like, I know it's like a little bit longer now with the terms of, you know, the DLC drops in, you know, June. Mm-hmm. And then like we'd have like two months. But like in terms of like a world's prep, two months is not long at all. Like yeah. you do exponentially more prep that you do for worlds than you do for like any other tournament during the year if like you're really trying to make a hard worlds push. So like dropping all the mods on us for two months, like for a two month period and saying that like you have you have one shot to digest that the information, just go for it. Um, if that does end up being the case, I think that would be a really, really special uh, tournament that would be really unique. And I think that a lot of players would have a lot of fun with it. Um, I don't know that Pokemon wants to do something like that. They might want to try and keep it a little bit more conservative and only release like a small amount of mons and maybe not give us a whole like lot of new information. Mm-hmm. But you know, in the event that they do do it, I think that would be like really, really cool. And uh, I kind of hope they do, even if I'm not competing at Worlds. I think it would be like really, really fun to you know watch uh, some of the best players in the game try to you know pick up a new format and in two months build the best possible team to get the best of possible achievement they ever could. Right. That would be really, really cool. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it, it will have been last month's episode where I talked about before we knew about Incineroar coming in. Where I, I, Jake, Jake Muller and I were disagreeing on this. I was thinking, like, we could have similar series to, like, Sun, Moon, and Ultra series where when the DLC comes out, Worlds is still going to be VGC 2020, but the fall is going to be where the first DLC is added and that stuff's legal. And then the spring, because it, it said fall or, like, we're guessing November for the second DLC. That stuff would be legal in the spring. So I think, like, if, if what we're, we've been talking about doesn't happen, I, I'm, like, super confident at the very least that's what's going to occur. Because they're not going to make us agree. wait. Yeah, they're not going to make us wait that long just to use the stuff from the DLC. Yeah, they're giving us, like, a one-month period to catch everything, it seems like, and then, yeah. then you play with it. Exactly. But I, I think it's... It's fine. Cool. So I think, yeah, we, we didn't have that many topics, but there was so much to them that uh, we really exhausted it. Um, thank we, you. Uh, all right, we, all right, we did miss, we, we did miss one Pokemon that we didn't talk about that's becoming legal. Oh, my God. The one what, Pokemon what's we your, cannot skip over. What's your Slowpoke team, Tommy? So so I, I just want to talk about it because I think it's really interesting. Okay. 
Go on, go on. Stay with me, okay? Not interesting because I think it's really good, but because they decided to legalize the deck entry for just Slowpoke, but not... Because it's both Slowpokes. Because Slowpoke is the deck entry. Yeah, but sl- Kanto Slowpoke cannot get into the game. Right. Currently. Yeah. So, like, you get Slowpoke, it's just Slowpoke, and it's like... One, like, do we know if Eviolite works on the Mon? It does not. It does not. Okay. I'm pretty like, sure. Yeah. It's like so weird, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like, there's, 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 there's so many weird things, but like, I don't understand this mod. Like, why is it like, I know it's in the game to promote the DLC, but like, why is Eviolite yeah. coded like that? Yeah. Why is Kanto Slowpoke not in the game? Because they're going to share a deck entry. They're going to share the deck entry like every other Gallery Pokemon. It's just really weird. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll, yeah. we'll see those like cheese like slowpoke like what is it Torkoal strats or whatever from seventeen. Yeah, because it's cool. You you like surf your stuff and like. And now you're not water type, so it's not stab surf. Yeah, gonna it's... put a bounty for for CP <laughs> That someone's gonna get that way too fast. I I think I, you need uh, a PC if, win if, with it. If you uh, okay. if you if you if you win an MSS with slowpoke. I will buy you McFlurry at NAIC. The first person to do <laughs> it and tweet it to Caleb. Yes, tweet it at me. Uh, just, so just the viewers keep a cast. Yes, yes. <laughs> so you heard it here first. If you win a midseason in the future, Series 3 and beyond, first one to tweet at me, proof that you did that, Tommy will buy you a McFlurry at NAIC. All right. Fantastic. Or, nice. or, or your applicable internets. I will yes. I will make it happen. <laughs> yes, if if Tommy is there. Tommy's not going to, you know. I, 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 got, I got agents around the world. We're good. Oh, agents. Yeah, okay. Fair, fair, fair. Yeah. All right. I was going to say the last thing um, that I we didn't get to, but there's more content in the future. Just so you guys, listeners, if you want to hear about MPA and MPA-related content, that podcast isn't this podcast. Well, episode. We'll have, like, a dedicated one in the future, I'm sure, sometime. But uh, I won't be a part of that one. Neither will I. What? Okay. Well, you know, again, I, 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 I got to focus on getting my team back up and running, back together. We had a rough week one. We're fine. Everything's fine. Fair enough. The dumpster's burning, but we're fine. Rollouts, you know, we hit soft the first time, and then we keep going. So, yeah. But again, all right, thank you to Tommy and Andy for stopping by. If you guys aren't already subscribed to the YouTube channel or whatever, Twitters are also below. Um, follow at T-Man. Andrew, is Andrew Elite? Is Andrew Elite? Who knows? Um, but you guys have any shout-outs or sending regards before I shut down our longest Cablecast episode ever? Support your local TOs. They're doing a really good job this year. Yeah. That's all. Go to locals. Get those stipends. Make everyone complain. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I wouldn't say do that for that. I'd say go back to what Tommy said, but yeah, sure. All and right. for the glory, yeah. yeah. And for the glory, yeah. All right, so <laughs> until next time, guys, see ya.